This next one is a big one because this can make a break you as a student athlete. It's a big factor on whether you make it through your full ride and whether you can get through your four years. And that's your grades. You have to have the GPA requirements and the ACT or SAT requirements to enroll in the school, but you also have to have the GPA to continue playing once you're in college. And this is a big one. I had a teammate, I'm not gonna say his name. He was a freshman, my year at Cumberland. He failed his first semester as a freshman. He just didn't have the GPA requirements. He was a big player for us, like huge role for us. He was our six man. He could defend. When we lost him, it hurt us. And our season kind of went down the hill and we lost him because he had such a big role. I said court or field performance is the most important, but you can't even get to the court or the field to perform if you don't have the grades. So like I said, you have to have the requirements in order to enroll. And, and let's get into those requirements. So we'll start with GPA. So in high school, before you even enroll into a Division One school for the NCAA, you have to, two, have to have a 2.3 GPA. To enroll in a Division Two school, you have to have a 2.2 GPA. And once you get to that school for that's Division One or Division Two NCAA, you have to have a 2.0 GPA to continue playing. For the NAIA, signees and transfers need to have a 2.2. Not a 2.2. Signees and transfers need to have a 2.0 GPA for NAIA. So that's for people coming out of high school or transferring from another college or university. Have to have a 2.0. And, and you know, that sounds attainable. But, you know, I, I was in college. And for for various reasons, it could become difficult. You know, you can get very lazy in college. A lot of distractions. Depends on where you go. If you're at a party school, if you're tired from practice, you know, if you just forget, just forget to do your assignments. You have bad time management. It can really hurt your GPA and have you sitting on the sidelines. So this is a huge one uh, when we're talking about making it through that full ride and 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 getting that degree. So while we're talking about GPA requirements, let's get into scholarships. And this is a big difference in the NCAA and the NAIA. And, and I want you guys to really hear this. For NCAA Division One, there are 13 full scholarships. NCAA Division Two, there are 10 full scholarships. Division Three doesn't have scholarships. For the NAIA, the NAIA works under a salary cap which is slightly under $300,000. And what I mean by salary cap is players can be signed to the roster under a salary cap, meaning tuition is that like under 300,000 is the cap number that a team has to stay under for all players. So that means you know, if you're an in-state player and, you know, you get your Pell Grant or, or wherever, maybe tuition is a little cheaper for you. 
But if you're out of state, it probably costs a little more. And also, what helps and what we're talking about is your grades. So the NAIA has something called half exemptions and full exemptions. And this can help the salary cap and, and, and put the ease on coaches as far as signing players. Because you'll hear a player say, I mean, not a player, being on the staff, I heard uh, my head coach say that he needs a player to have a certain GPA in order to be a half counter. And a half counter is a half exemption. So for incoming freshmen, it's coming out of high school. A half exemption is an incoming freshman with an SAT score of at least an 1130 or ACT of at least a 23, GPA of a 3.5 to 3.74, and they're in the top 11 to 15% of their class rank. And for continuing students and transfers to be a half counter, they must be a 3.3 to 3.59 GPA and be in the top 11 to 25% of their class rank. And then you have full exemptions, which means they don't count on the salary cap at all. So full exemptions for in- incoming freshmen have an SAT score of at least a 1270 or an ACT score of at least a 27, a 3.75 to 4.0 GPA, and they're in the top 10% of their class rank. That's for incoming freshmen coming out in the high school. And for continuing students and transfers, they have to have a 3.6 GPA and be in the top 10% of their class rank. And this is big. And I'm, and let me let me break down why this is big between NCAA and NAI. The NCAA is all scholarship guys on the roster. So like I said, Division One, 13 full scholarships, Division Two, 10 full. And if you guys didn't know, Division Three does not offer scholarships. So the NCAA is all scholarship guys on the roster. So you either produce or they have no use for you unless you're a walk-on. If you're a walk-on on the team and, and you're paying for for school or you're, you know, you're getting school paid for it some other way and not using an athletic scholarship, then maybe, you know, a coach can, can, can deal with you on the roster because he's not using a scholarship on you. He or she's not using a scholarship on you. But the NCAA is covering rosters with a money cap. So there isn't as much pressure on players to produce because most players on the roster are coming out of their own pocket to cover school, depending on the grades. So as we broke down the half exemption and full exemption, that's completely on the student athlete to do well in class to where they don't count as much on the team's salary cap. And going back to what I said about how I say the NCAA is cutthroat because when I say cutthroat, I mean like pressure. I mean like a dog-eat-dog business because, like, if you're on a roster, 90% of the people on the roster are scholarship. Like, you're, you're a scholarship person. So a coach is either going to use a scholarship on you or they're going to let you go. If you're not producing, if you're not a staple in the program, 
if you're not bringing it on the court, if you're not a good teammate, if you're not bringing anything to the team, at the NCAA level, coach is going to let you go. But since the NAIA covers the rosters with a money cap, and most all the players are coming out of pocket for school, depending on what Pell Grant or any federal aid that is given to the student that knocks tuition down, every player on the roster at the NAIA level is coming out of pocket for school. So a head coach is more likely to just reduce your scholarship money on a player rather than cut them. Unless they're just hurting the team and, you know, a coach is like, ah, I just can't have, I can't have this player here. They got to go. And this is a big factor when student-athletes should be choosing schools. Because you had the NCAA, which is you either produce and bring something to the table, or we have no use for you. Or you have the NAIA, where it's, you know, you're going to come out of pocket a little bit for school. But a coach may not may not be, be so willing to just let you go. Because you're not necessarily using up a scholarship. You're coming out of your own pocket. But it all goes back to grades. Have to have the grades. You make great grades, you make it easier on yourself. Regardless, you make it easier on yourself for coaches. You make it easier on yourself just to get a degree. You have to have the grades.